title of this podcast is Radio Free Tote Bag, and I'm Donald. And I'm Arthur. And our guest this week from the Ballin' Out Super Podcast, it's Katie Rose Leon. Hello. You did a very good, the title of, you know, people don't understand how big you got to breathe before the show. I don't know if you saw, but I was kind of like checking position close to the microphone because I was like, I don't know how powerful this is going to come out. I was trying to feel it. Yeah. And we blasted you know, it all. The balance between being a shrill siren of a woman and uh, overpowering the mic is a dance <laughs> that I have to do on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> a delicate tango of, of mic management that I can't do because I just had an enormous plosive. Oh, no. <laughs> well, how, how are we doing today, folks? How's. Uh... Arthur has it over in your neck of the woods. I'm just partying, you know, got a big, big day of work, uh, uh, selling some jewelry to some old ladies. And, uh, now I'm just here, here to just tote. I'm just toting. I'm feeling. I, I, I have questions about your career. Oh, sure. Yeah. Speak on it. (laughs) So are you a jeweler or like a pawn shop? Oh, that would, either of those would be much better than what I do. I work at a department (laughs) store. Oh, thoughts and yeah, prayers. the unnamed retail oh establishment we call it. Yeah, I uh, I worked retail for a while, never in a department store, but I worked in a mall. So yeah. I I was friends with the people in the department store. So nothing. You're the true hero. I give you your. You can have my seat on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> what was your mall rank? Were you running one of the little kiosk places? Were you working in one of the shops? I I had several mall jobs because i grew up on long island uh so i used to work at a uh now bankrupt non-existent chain store called steve and berries which i believe was like a regional kind of like fashion for less type place Uh. where they had like celebrity endorsements from like basketball players or like sarah jessica parker and there was all sorts of mall drama about Ooh. like who is fucking who from the Express and blah blah blah. But I was super goth at the time, so at the time, <laughs> uh, and uh, so the only person that really engaged with me was this manager who was very sad because he used to be in the seminal screamo band Bayside, but he dropped out right before they became famous. Oh. So when he saw me and like my little battle vest, cause I was like, you know, 19, 20 at the time. Uh, he, he really needed me to like him. <laughs> it was a real, <laughs> he needed me so bad. <laughs> Uh, it's such a weird energy, the feeling of need, someone yeah. needing to like, oh my God, if I don't, well, if I don't fucking hit with this person, I just don't have it anymore. And at the time I was like, ugh, like what a nerd. But now I get it mm. because I am now in my 30s and uh, there are some really cool teens on my block. And <laughs> I, I really need them to like me and they're always dunking on my sneakers and the sneakers are bad. But then I wore... Um, Emma Bowers, uh, who goes on struggle chest and sometimes she made me a Goku face mask 
for surviving Ooh. Corona, and I wore that, and all the teens thought it was very cool. Hell yeah! Okay, that's that's <laughs> that is an interesting facet of of the Dragon Ball franchise is how sort of evergreen it is, and how like mm-hmm. kids, like teens these days, are like, yeah, fuck yeah, Dragon Ball. Yeah, it rules. It's the only time I get to be the cool aunt instead of you know. <laughs> I am. I'm way out of touch over here. Uh, and maybe Katie, we can get into kind of your show and, and what you do uh, by kind of yeah. establishing with this question, though. I'm kind of segueing here. Uh, what is Dragon Ball? So, uh, sorry, I just got too powerful. <laughs> uh, I uh, Dragon Ball Wait, is a that's yeah. from a show. I know that. Wait, am I allowed to talk? What happened? Yeah, no, uh, you you just said you got too powerful and I had to go. It's over 9,000! Because I prepared for the, a, for your, for your oh, arrival. Oh, okay, I thought, I thought, okay, sorry. I, I was, that was a comment about technical oh. things. So I, uh, I, I got really loud. Nah, on, okay. on account uh, of no, Dragon no, Ball. I'm sorry. Cut this, cut here, cut here. Okay, <laughs> so Dragon Ball is a long running uh, anime franchise and manga by Akira Toriyama who used to be very invested in it and then over time <laughs> less invested <laughs> he also uh, famously designed a lot of the characters for the Dragon Quest oh. video game franchise so oh, that's the one a little with, fun fact for you that's there. the one with the slimes right yes yeah. the slimes and the Drackies and I've never played that, but I do know that the character hero in Smash is from that. And if you do that down B and you get the right attack, you could just one shot people and your friends yell at you. It's a great time. Oh, I love Smash because it's so unfair. It's horrible. <laughs> it's a terribly balanced fighting game. You you could just be the biggest piece of shit in that. And I am That's the fun. <laughs> I, I I don't want to win fair. Absolutely I'm not. Playing Smash. It's gotta be rain and uh, items. Yeah. Do you have any further Dragon Ball questions? Uh, well, so you, you, your podcast, Balling Out Super, is about yeah. Dragon Ball. And it's been about, and I fully, I don't completely understand this. As I confessed to you before recording, I've never actually seen any Dragon Ball in my entire life. I grew up with like friends watching it. And the names are, were always really wild, <laughs> and those will bounce around. Uh, but so I know there's like a Z and a Super and stuff. Y'all have been watching through yeah. the different, oh, like different, it's not a season, is it? It's like a... Sort of. There's like, there's different series, but it's all the same long story. It's just like, you know, you can only make so many episodes, and they're like, this TV show's over. Right. And then they're like, just kidding. Here's another one. Um, and a lot of it. So like the. Oh, go ahead. Or no, no, no. It's no. like the idea. In So in the original series, it was Goku as a child. And then it's yeah. like Goku grown up. And then it's like, yes. is it super like Gohan's kind of whole thing? Like him growing up or. If it a good show yes that would have been what it was about uh but unfortunately that's not what happened you know uh so super is like hey we would really love some money and uh what if we just like you know come up with some more lore and just like make a bunch of shit more shit up like it's just so extraneous like i watched it 
I watched the whole damn thing. <laughs> uh, if you love Dragon Ball, like really love it, like give it a watch. But there is a lot of chafe. I bet there's like a really good list of like key episodes you can mm. see. But I, it's uh, it's not great, especially because I like anime that looks just cool. Like I really like a '90s like aesthetic anime and uh, super. Not only like is dumb, but it looks like dog shit. Uh. <laughs> like, so it's just. <laughs> Bummer. And that's that's the that's the most recent one, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, so did you grow up with this show and like it a lot, and you're kind of watching it? It's death spiral that seems to be going on forever, or has it gone up sometimes uh, and back down? I guess what's the trajectory kinda, of Dragon Ball? I mean, so we're currently watching because we finished Super, which was the most recent series. Um, so we're going back and watching Dragon Ball Z Kai right now, which is. The original Dragon Ball Z series, but then they're like, let's make this 300 episodes instead of 700 episodes. So they just like edited oh. it, which oh. that's a whole It thing. could benefit from but, that, uh, from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I I watched it as a kid. I was like always an anime cartoon weirdo, but um, I actually was more in the like Sailor Moon Tenchi Moyo camp of anime um and dragon ball was something i watched waiting for my other shows to come sure. on but i was pretty like versed in it because i just was i watched it all the time um so when the boys approached me to do the show it was just like Fuck yeah i am <laughs> equipped for this <laughs> well, it's, it's a... but i mean oh, go ahead i'm sorry oh, i was just gonna say it's beloved you know it's it's the goat for a reason mm-hmm. right I think that's why, like, I've enjoyed listening. For one, I think all of you are hilarious on the show. Just the general comedy banter. Very, very <laughs> big fan of it. But it's weird to me because it's like the show, right, that I grew up with. All my friends are, I'm 29. It was pretty, pretty fucking big when I was growing up. I guess one of them was coming out then. Z maybe or something. Yeah, Z was coming out because you're around the same age as me. So it, it was coming out in like the mid 90s and, and early 2000s gotcha. still. Um, so there was a lot of big moments happening right. and people were freaking out. That was the thing is that like girls weren't allowed to watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh, no. So like when the dudes would all be like hyping <laughs> about something, I'd try to join in. They're like, you don't fucking know what you're talking about, Katie. And I'm like, you don't understand the intricacies of the cell saga as he grew more powerful his visual style changed you can't get into that to to be fair it's a very male centric show in terms of like feel it's very much about the male struggle (laughs) in terms of feelings and you know like there's so many like dad son issues so you know it's like the men need something that speaks to their experience, and I think Dragon Ball Z is here for you. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. I can enjoy it as an observer, but I can never know the true experience. <laughs> uh, I do. I do want to say that uh, if it were not for Piccolo, we'd all be dead. Just want to make that clear. Yeah, straight They're, up. Piccolo has his detractors, but. This is what I, this is kind of what I was getting at. These names especially stuck out to me, like Piccolo. There's somebody named Trunks. 
That's not a name. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, they're all, I mean, do you want like a funny answer to this or do you want like the real answer that I'm embarrassed that Please I Please tell me the embarrassing answer. <laughs> I gotta tell you, whenever I have to tell people like a fact about something like this, there's the part of me that's like, I do know the answer of this. And then the other part of me is like, I'm going to throw your ass in a motherfucking locker. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, dweeb. Stop. It's like real like, uh, anyway, but the answer is uh, everyone's family is na- is thematically named. So all the Saiyans are named after vegetables. All the Bulma's family is named after undergarments. So she, her name is literally Bulma Briefs, and her sister's name is Bra, as in B R A. What? Bra for, yeah. So and Piccolo, like the Namekians are all supposed to be like named after instruments, supposedly. Oh. Although sometimes that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so like, you know, there's a lot of weird Japanese wordplay in people's names okay. that doesn't super translate to shit. Right. But I, but I love that. And it, it would stick in my mind for this reason. And I'd hear the term cell saga <laughs> thrown around and like going super Saiyan. And I was like, I kind of understand what this means. But again, I never saw it. And by the time Wait. I've kind of gotten to here and I'm like, huh, and I'm hearing all about this. It sounds interesting. But then also everybody's like, it's, it's also terrible. You don't want to go back and watch it. A lot of it is like very drawn out and all of that. I'm in a strange yeah, place. If you're like looking for a little stoner buddy weekend, I mean, there's it, there's some like stuff in Z that's worth going back and watching for fun. Cool but I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's art. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's definitely like stupid right. shit. I have a large appreciation <laughs> for stupid shit, though. So oh well, I have a whole world to show you. It's called Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> um, uh, also, you probably like even when you haven't seen the show, you probably feel like you've known some of it through cultural osmosis. Because right. I feel like millennials of a certain age, it was just like around all. No, the time. exactly. In in the memes, yeah. in the over nine thousand, mm-hmm. I remember that big exactly. Time. Interesting. <laughs> I'm learning some stuff about myself too in this process, and you know, maybe I will go maybe on a, a journey of discovery through all of Dragon Ball. Uh. I'm sorry, but I'm excited. <laughs> and then I'll, for you. Katie, and then I'll blame you at the end. Uh, a transformed I, I ruined person. Will Manneker's life. <laughs> like, he came on our show the first time and then he, like, started watching oh, it again. No. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's excellent. I wonder if any of the, of the Dragon Ball movies will make it into the Chapo film canon. If we're going to get an episode with uh, him, I Matt, mean, and Felix, like, dissecting, a, like, a Bardock film. Him and uh, uh, Matt, and I want to say one other person, came with us to the Brody movie premiere like two years ago. <laughs> they were in the theater with us with like uh, Sonic Fox and shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird collection. That's awesome. I know. It was a nightmare. It was so weird. <laughs> Interesting. I've uh, I've kind of exhausted paleontology YouTube uh, in quarantine and Love Island. I guess anime may be the next step for me. Uh, Come to the dark side, baby. <laughs> if you need thousands of hours of just like nonsensical bullshit to just numb your mind, and I do. Welcome. I really yeah. do. <laughs> well, wonderful, uh, Katie. Also, uh, to to switch 
uh, from the Dragon Ball Z to the <laughs> Dragon Ball me, meaning you, the listener, asking about your heart and stuff. Wait, we're not actually there yet. This is a relationship advice program. <laughs> and our traditional yeah. question to ask guests uh, that we're going to ask you, KRL, is what is your most embarrassing or maybe just stupid relationship or dating story? Fucking seamless. Got it. I mean, nothing is sexier than talking about Dragon Ball Z on a relationship and dating podcast. (laughs) I have had a plethora of embarrassing and weird situations in my life. I'm trying to think of one that's funny and not just like, ah! (laughs) Because I've had a lot of ones where it's just like, oh, I might die, but that's fine. Like, Like, um... Jeez. Oh, this is a good one. I went on a second date with someone and they they picked me up in their car and then they took me with them to do errands at Target. (laughs) And it wasn't like he wasn't like, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I have to make this quick stop and then, you know, we'll go or whatever. He just like he just like goes in the parking lot. He's like, come on. I'm like, what? And then we go to Target, and it wasn't like, haha, we're buying stuff to cook a meal together right. or anything. He was just like, oh, I need to, you know, he's just like, gets a cart and starts shopping. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And I'm a really giggly person, so I have to really like. And I had a, f- a comedian friend once tell me that my laugh is like a canary in the coal mine for something really bad about to happen. <laughs> so, like, I have to stifle just, like, hysterically laughing because I it's slowly dawning on me that this man thinks it's appropriate to just... I barely know this person. So what, second yeah. date. And he's doing straight-up errands. Like, not even trying to, like, pretend like he planned anything. So what and contact like, solution losing, do like, you prefer? Yeah, I start hamming it up because like if i'm in a nightmare situation i'm like well i gotta entertain myself right. so i start going like honey did you remember to get the, the tide pods they're stronger than normal tide and he's like oh i already got it i'm like but they say they make whites whites and colors more like because i don't know what to do right, yeah. and also like i get it me i i'm I don't know. Maybe this is a thing people do, but like I am also like on a second date, right? So I'm dressed like a slut. Like I'm <laughs> like I'm not casually dressed. I'm second dress yeah. date like let's make this happen type shit and I'm in like a Target in Queens. It's <laughs> like it's not even the good Target. Like it's You're just... wearing the shit's going to go down uniform and he's picking out like I need a new laundry hamper. Right. And yeah. Light bulbs. Well, you know, shit, shit did not go down because then I was like, "Oh, I gotta get up so early." <laughs> you oh. spent all of our daytime at Target, hiking around. Kinda, yeah, because we were like supposed to go do something too. I don't remember what, but like we missed the time or oh, something. Oh, that's fucking so unforgivable. <laughs> I know it was so fucking fu- like I, I remember getting home. And my roommate was like, how was your date? And I just start laughing. And I'm like, I got paper towels. <laughs> Something like, good I came think... out of it. Did he apologize yeah. or anything? Did he have any like moment of self-awareness? He... No, I actually feel a little bad in hindsight just because he literally, I think he just like, 
didn't get yeah. it. I don't know. I don't know what his story was, wow. but then I, I had to like break up with him, which is so weird because we weren't dating. Yeah. Right. You know, it was like a second date, but like that's the kind of dude he was. And uh, he showed up in front of my apartment and I had to Ooh. like, it was like, yeah, it was really uncomfortable. So, I mean, there was a lot of stuff, I guess, going on there. Jeez. And it was so crazy because I was living above um, this like really shady fly by night like they said it was an art gallery but i think it was just like a money laundering space <laughs> or something and they were loading stuff into it while i had this dude on my front stoop who i was like trying to get rid right. of being i had to be like take the nice answer please right. <laughs> like it was really weird that's a nightmare shit. the that's only sad. thing i can think yeah. is like the death of malls and like you used to go on a date and walk around the mall now all we have is but, target like, stores no, that's, that's like what I'm saying. Shit happens in those I'm, places. Ma- I'm making an allegory with the death of brick and mortar in our mall culture. And now our dates sure, have to be in a Walmart or a Target. Sad, folks. I'm from, like, not to be a dick, but I'm, like, from the New York metropolitan area. And this was way before the pandemic. Like, there was shit to that's a do. Good, like, right. <laughs> I was, I was, I'm trying was, to, like, think of a thought process was, for this. And he was from Queens, so he knew there was shit to do. <laughs> like, there was no excuse. That's so, that's so bizarre. <laughs> I, I'm known to employ the, the grocery store date. But it's in the sense, but that's it's getting the stuff to make the dinner, and you're talking, you're getting to know their culinary taste. That's completely different. And that's like a totally cute thing to do where you're like, all right, let's go. And you like pick stuff. That is not what was happening. (laughs) There was no second location to be cooked planned, there was no like communication about why we were there like for a second there i'm like oh we're just in a parking garage that's great that's a good sign yeah (laughs) fuck well great answer yeah you Uh, got a good fucking story out of it at least that's fucking wild you think that's wild oh my life is so sad (laughs) (laughs) i'm just I, i don't know you know Usually there's something where I'm like, I can follow this train of thought. This person's just dumb or has no, you know, empathy or something. But that's just like, all right. I, you know, I, I made, I've made every weird mistake and been in every weird situation. So you, your listeners don't have to. So like, (laughs) let my, let my nightmare life be your gain. Loved, would love to have it and and the expertise from your nightmare life and also ours uh we could pull together maybe like they do in dragon ball i bet people pull together to make a super beam. yeah there's a lot of uh male camaraderie there we go on, you can't see the fingers but you gotta do the oh oh that's from that any arthur's pointing the fingers to the side of the window but they're in different places for everyone so it's difficult to connect all of the all of the fingers <laughs> anyways picture we were doing that successfully to power up a question answering beam uh because <laughs> thank you again to katie for sharing the question box link we have a shit ton of questions uh and we're just gonna get into those and if you're listening and you're They're like probably freaky oh, so i'm sorry <laughs> that's the best kind of questions <laughs> you you whiffed it i can't i don't get to press the button you have to say hold on hold on hold, press the button. hold on hold on uh that's all to say that we're getting into the question box asking all the questions Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. That's my bad. 
I like whipping the transitions. Asking all questions. Why are you asking all these questions? Making statements. Yeah, why are you asking all these questions? Like, hey, Donovan, why won't you say the name of the segment? Huh? Okay, well, now I did it. There's your answer. And if you're a listener and you're like, hey, I got questions, but I don't know what to do with them. Well, this is the part of the show. Uh, the anonymous question box where you, the listener, can send your questions in to us. Uh, and we'll do our best to answer them. We'll read them. And we'll have just a, a big old question answer and jamboree up here. And uh, All right. as I said, we got a lot in the box this week. And so I'm going to scroll around to pick one at random. And here's what I have. Hello, Professor KRL. I'm a dude in my late 20s whose partner broke up with him as I have a display case for anime figurines. And that was a major turnoff. Should I just get rid of the display case? What do you think? Oh, well, I'm a 32-year-old woman with a room full of anime toys and a reptile. So uh, (laughs) here's the thing. You just need to date someone with the same interest as you and this seems to be a theme among straight men where they're like i simply must date a woman that has nothing in common with me and i'm like <laughs> you know what i don't know if you know this but there's an easier way yeah right. <laughs> you could just date someone that likes the same shit as you it's really not that hard <laughs> like especially something like kind of this that ends up being like a decor kind of thing because you got a big collection, yeah. assuming I, I assume if you've got this display case going, and you know if you're dating somebody like that, even if they're kind of tolerant of it, just being over, if you end up wanting to live together, that might sabotage that because you're going to have to choose between them and the figurines. And it sounds like these are pretty good figurines on account of the display case, <laughs> uh, and you don't want to be in that situation. So you got to find somebody who has also got a display case, then you move in together, you got two display cases. Incredible stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, this reminds me very much of my particular nerd wrinkle. <laughs> like the deepest I go on nerd shit is, I mean, just take a look at me. There's some nerd shit involved. Uh, <laughs> but the deepest I go is like miniatures games, right? Okay. So like, like, like Warhammer? Yeah, I have some Warhammer figures. Okay. Uh, I don't play that so much as I play X-Wing, the miniatures game. I play Star Wars branded dog fighter sim little board game <laughs> uh and there's jokes all the time in the communities that i'm in where it's like my wife keeps saying that i can't buy any more figurines so i fucking lie to her and you know jeez oh, man. like yeah it's like the nerd equivalent of like take my fucking wife <laughs> exactly exactly so and, and that is that is a hundred percent uh the correct answer is you got to find somebody who appreciates the uh the glass case full of uh uh what's the scale you know what i mean like yeah i mean like i'm not an angel i'll knock on stuff you know but like you just gotta find person who's compatible with your weird shit like i'm down with anime figures but i'm not fucking with a gamer chair and that's my line that's just where my boundaries lie (laughs) we all gotta have a limit yeah right and hey, if that doesn't work out, you can always get into hot glue fetish, an allusion Boo, to one of our segments. No. <laughs> That's true. That is. You. It's a show about relationships, and 
You can have a relationship with the food. Exactly. Who We're says, inclusive. We talked about a fuckable Squidward plushie life size. Yep. We yep. gave advice related to that. Uh, we'll, you know, <laughs> we'll we'll support your hot glue habit too if that's what you're into. That's that's yeah. it's not all right, but it's it's all right with us. It's not all right with me either. It's not a bad. Clean you're not up hurting anybody. Before you have people over, that's right? My <laughs> <laughs> Arthur, what else we got in here? Hi, Katie. Hi. This isn't nearly as interesting as the abusive polycule from Alex's episode. My fa- my partner's favorite snack is green onions with salt. He refuses to brush his teeth or use Listerine before being around me, and his breath after a snack is absolute dog shit. What do I do? That's not a snack. That's not a snack. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Yes, okay, I know onions. I just ranted about, like, <laughs> acceptance and stuff but that's like low-key disgusting are is he a terrorist yeah, what is that's not that? a snack that's a crime i'm sorry i'm using gendered pronouns i don't know what your partners they said his in there am i being rude what did I say? Uh, yes, his. yes he refuses to brush his okay face. yeah yeah i listen what mm, what the fuck dog <laughs> like that's so weird because i guess just be like don't brush your teeth that's cool i'm not gonna fucking touch you then that's the deal that's the i think that's pretty fair because that's weird and gross because that's the stuff you usually slice into little little circles and put on top of chili or something right yes exactly i've never heard why would you just take a bite i'm sorry i'm sort of like sewer creature right. like what is that Perhaps, like vincent uh, d'onofrio like vincent d'onofrio and men in black but for green onions and salt instead of sugar yeah or like a like a mafia like goon as <laughs> <laughs> green onions Trixie. he always eats green onions before he kills like what in- ah johnny bag of chives I don't know if that was Italian, but who goes in the it's spirit? Not, I just, I'm really having a hard time wrapping my mind around the first the setup to this question. Yeah, how does one prepare onions right. to be I can only this way? I can only imagine just eating the stalks like a stalk of celery or something, but they're fucking weird. If you ever worked in a restaurant, you've probably sliced this up if the place has chili. And you know that like the 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 open half is pretty thin. It's not particularly crunchy. It's just kind of like a leaf that takes like an onion. And then the lower down part is like crunchy as I shit, but doesn't the, have as much flavor the, or something. The desire to bite into it because it's like crunchy. But yeah, you're not. That's like dating 101. Like you don't eat garlic right on a right. date because you smell bad. You yeah. don't like go to Indian food and like, just because you're in a relationship. It's like one of those. Just, it's like one of those animals that like eats a poison thing and then secretes the poison in their saliva. Maybe he yes! gets a power from this onion breath. Is he like have a vitamin deficiency? Vitamin that is, O. That is a that's a possible like legit legit train of thought here because isn't that something people do when you got like some kind of deficiency? Yeah, like you like crave salt, right. you yeah. know, if you're having or like you like certain potassium. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna invoke my doctoral skills real quick by uh, googling craving green onions. Yeah, see if let's find out. 
Yet another possibility for onion cravings is a need to improve liver function. Uh, I'm going to take that as straight oh. up uh, science right there. First result on Google. So maybe he's an alcoholic yeah. uh, destroying That's his life. And these green onions, they're, they're the, they may be green, but they're the red flag of his life spiraling. You should break up for <laughs> wow, sure. That was smooth. That was Thank smooth. Thank you. Straight <laughs> off the dome. <laughs> Might have to break up with him. Might have to drop the horns. Uh, but, I, but honestly, maybe ask about that. Like, cause did this come out of nowhere? If this is just a sudden thing that happened, like maybe, I don't know, maybe there is something to it like that. Or what's that disease where people just eat rocks or whatever? Pica. Oh, pica. Yeah. It's one of those. That's not pica. It's food. Like, uh, it's, it's, you know, pica is non-edible objects. I, I don't but... know. Green, green onions, like, like, Kate, would you call ketchup food by itself, right? If somebody's eating that, no, just by itself, I guess they're there would up. be like, that would be like a My Strange Addiction episode <laughs> if you just ate ketchup. So, what's the most onions. fucked up My Strange Addiction you ever saw? What's the weirdest one? Putting, uh, I like the lady who's obsessed with smelling a, a disembodied doll's head and she would sniff it all the time. And like, there was an interview with one of her girlfriends, she's like, I heard she even sniffed it once during sex and it was like <laughs> oh! it's like it wasn't like the grossest or the most outrageous but there was just something so comical right. that everyone's like you need to stop sniffing that doll head it's tearing your family apart <laughs> I thought you were about to say mine and I was freaking out because mine was a lady who was sniffing jars of gasoline all the time and she would just mm. like oh, strategically place them throughout the house so she could be cooking and just like open and sniff so that if there's quick. a house fire there's maximum potential that she Abs would be burned absolutely. alive yeah not yeah. not great that's the only one i ever saw though and i was like this viscerally upsets me i don't want to hear about more of this stuff i uh i oh, like I the one it. where the chick eats couches <laughs> what she, like yeah. she tears like the yeah, foam out of the she, couch cushions and eats them. she ate a whole ass couch cushion. <laughs> <laughs> in one sitting or is this like a like this a christmas ham situation with leftovers After while it stopped being about um eating stuff or whatever and then it just started being about people with like weird spectrum fetishes where they're uh, just like i am in love with an inflatable giraffe uh, and it's like all right it's fine it's not affecting his life right <laughs> like, it's just like, that's pretty that one's pretty harmless here. i don't think yeah. we can put that side by side with like inhalant abuse it could be sure. physically yeah, hurting somebody. Or like obsessively stinging yourself with bees. Jeez. Like it's just the different things. <laughs> Those poor bees, too. They die after they sting, right? I don't like that. Get some wasps. <laughs> maybe it's like maybe it's like weed or something where it's like uh, I don't fuck with those wasp strains. They just get me too amped up and jittery. You gotta have a nice chill beehive. Beehive. Uh, I'm not gonna pursue that thread. That was that was a bad premise right there. Beehive. Disgusting. Uh, what, we got, what we got next? Uh, hi, Katie. Hi. Big fan. <laughs> I am a 31-year-old woman who loves to do theater, where I typically get okay. cast as the sexy, sultry supporting types. You and me both, sister. <laughs> However, my husband refuses to let me kiss on stage or we wear revealing clothing going so far as to threaten the director as well as my scene partners. Jeez. Uh, what can I do to get him to loosen up or chill out? 
Yikes. That's a problem, yeah. sis. <laughs> uh, you guys send your mans to therapy because that's dark no and yeah. controlling and uh, signals a possibility for a bigger, scarier problem yeah. in your life. So I truly hope that you have interpersonal relationships and friends and family that you are, say, allowed to talk to. Um, not to project on your life. I just, I never have met a dude that does stuff like that. That wasn't terrifying. Yeah. So, uh, Arthur, can I get a tactical air horn on my position? Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning just break up with this person. Cause I'm thinking like, well, what does threaten mean? But like anything along that spectrum where he's going to your scene partners, yeah. Oh, you're going to kiss well, my wife. I'm going to kick your ass or something. That's fucking yeah. bizarre. And I don't know what level of work this is, but like, I mean, that's like akin to like showing up at your job right, and threatening right. your boss. It's like so inappropriate for sure. And threatens the fucking thing you love doing on top of all of this. Right. Just all around. Not cool. Get out! Yeah, I, I don't think do the loosen up or chill out thing. I think you gotta. I think you gotta bail on this because that's yeah. again, you know. As I mean, like, listen. I know it's not always black and white for people, and like, if you want to try and make it work, you just need to make it known that if he's not gonna let this stuff go, then you're gonna walk. Mm, and then if right. he reacts negatively to that in a scary way, then you need to get the fuck out. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> this is this is perhaps indicative of some really dark shit. Uh even just uh being uh difficult in its own, I think it indicates uh much deeper shit. No kid. No no person in a healthy relationship is like, I'm just gonna head on down to where my partner does the thing they love and antagonize people for right. doing yeah. that thing with and her. It's, and I mean it's theater. Right. It's not like you're doing like burlesque or something, which like no shade if that's something you're into, right, right. but it's not even like sexual in nature like it can be sexy like there could be like sexy scenes but it's not like pornography yeah, or right. like like you're go-go dancing like what if you want like what's the difference between this and if you were like dancing with your friends like what's gonna stop them from a freaking i'm sorry i'm going on a whole like it's <laughs> no, just it's like ah, fucking pop off no for sure. I time. Just, that kind of behavior really really creeps me out and i hope you're okay right. yeah. <laughs> like, because it's awful yeah. it's it's fucking abusive yeah. Uh, Katie brought up a good point too. Hopefully you're not in a situation where they're completely cutting you off, you know, from your support system right. and your friends, but definitely like talk to your friends about this, especially if you confront him before doing that. I think as we always say with these things, like, again, that's a, you don't know where this could go. If this guy's already showing this threatening behavior, you don't fucking know what he's capable of. It's definitely good to have people on your side, you know, who are yeah. aware of the situation. Yeah. And also if he starts. And you'll be surprised who will be there for you. So if you're feeling isolated, like when I was young, I was in a really abusive relationship and I got out and I reached out. I was in a city where I didn't really have a lot of friends and I reached out to a bunch of people I only kind of knew. And you'll be surprised who will just like show up for you if you're just like straight up like I'm in a bad situation right. and I need a place to sleep. They'll just be like, yes, come on down to Clowns Town. That's really good to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, gather the super team, gather the warriors together, and uh, form yourself into a uh, a formation uh, with like a meaningful 
uh, kind of position for each person, and then you form this phalanx, and then you hold up your fist and you say, we're not going to take it anymore. And then you nice. defeat them, yes. much yeah. like an anime protagonist. And then you conduct oh, yeah. an impromptu stage show uh, uh, surprise mob situation. You're dancing in the street. You're singing a song. It's a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, fucking good luck. And like, it, if you're feeling at all worried about this or the confronting anything, you're, you're totally within your rights to to leave here. Uh, there's there's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah, and don't let anyone talk you out of your feelings. Like right. this yep. is weird. <laughs> it's a weird thing he's doing. Fucking <laughs> like, a. I wish you the best with it, though. I I hope you're able to get out of that fucking situation. That's that's not cool. That's super fucking ugly. Uh, y'all looking to snack on some perhaps lighter fare? Sure. You got Hi, Katie. Green onions? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Katie. Hi. I've had a cute bob for about two years now, and I'm ready to make the jump to shaving my head. My BF, uh, however, is opposed to the idea and said he would need to, quote, re-examine our relationship if I went through with it. Do He's it! Never been Just do it! This, what can I do? Yeah. Fuck. Just fucking do it! Eat a dick! No way! Don't let anyone tell you what to do and look like. Re-examine your relationship. Why? Oh, oh you're less of a, you're less of a lady because your hair is short. Oh, my, my man, where am I gonna put my jeans? I'm sorry, I'm just assuming this was a heterosexual relationship. I, mean, uh, I, I would think it would have to be. <laughs> it would have to be because, like, every girl I knew when I shaved my head would finally say, like, "Oh, you are gay." Sometimes let me talk to you. Like, which I was like, "Thank God." Uh, but I, yeah, I just, I'm sorry. The like. The dude being weird about being attracted to a woman with short hair is never not funny to me. It's like, oh, I just, I, I like it. I like it. It's like, you just, that's just not your, re- like, no, no. And if he's going to be weird about it, then you got to tell him that he can't do something. Like, I don't know, shave his pubes in his sleep or something. I just like, it's <laughs> just the most like whack bullshit yeah. I've ever heard. Right. It's just so lame. Especially <laughs> so lame. <laughs> especially going about it as opposed to like I kind of like your hair the way it is or something. Going as far as yeah, to be like, like I would have to re-examine right. our relationship. Like it's fucking that, manipulation. You should, just, you should shave your head and then give him the bird on the way out. Like right. I just. And also, like, I shave my head out of impulse, like, you know, whatever. But, like, there's so many, like, shaved head baddies on Instagram right now. Like, all the hottest ladies are doing the short looks. So, like, I don't know what their problem is. That's <laughs> fucking b- whack as shit. True ass. <laughs> fucking A. Uh, if things... If, if things have been like okay besides this this is another one of those ones where it's like if you say something like that i can't imagine things are okay right i just it's such a weird thing like that a, a comment like that doesn't come out of the blue it might feel like it did right but then like maybe take a step back and think about other like sideways because people could be shitty in really subtle ways sometimes for sure and, uh, especially if you're anyone who feels Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, especially if you're in a relationship like that where it gets kind of yeah. normalized and you fucking forget that, like, oh, that's a shitty thing to threaten the relationship over how they look. 
Yeah, I've never understood relationships where one person feels uh, possessive of like what another one does with their body. That's like so weird. Like I once right. knew someone's wife who got really mad at them for getting a tattoo, hmm. and it wasn't like a. It wasn't like that big of a deal. It was like a small one, and I'm like that. And he, they had other tattoos. It wasn't like a first tattoo. Huh. You know what I right. mean? And it's just like I don't know, man. It's not your biz, right? <laughs> like, it's this weird sense of like wanting them to consult with you, as if like now you kind of share some sort of authority over their body, which is kind of a fucked up assumption. And I, I, I actually like in in the past when I was younger in a relationship, partner got a tattoo, and I wasn't the biggest fan. And I was weird about it. And yeah. thinking in retrospect, it's one of those things where it's, it's like you should be examining why you feel like that, why you're having the negative yeah. feelings, as opposed to trying to change them to alleviate the negative feelings. I'm hoping this is a younger person because this sounds like a younger person move. So I really hope you guys are like 24 and you can just <laughs> move on, yippee skippy after this. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, so too. Very similar experience for me. I was like 17, girlfriend picked up a little hippie outfit from the, like, you know, the mall ninja store that also sells like. <laughs> yeah, they sell swords on the wall. Swords and, like, and, uh, and what are they called? Those like uh, drug capes? Yeah, drug, drug rug. rug. Drug yeah, rock. throwing <laughs> stars. I like drug tape. That's fucking way more dramatic. I do like that, though, yeah. I, you followed my train of thought. We're inventing she, fashion here. She bought, a little, <laughs> she bought a little skirt. She bought a little top. And I was like, I couldn't identify why I felt weird about it. And it's because I was insecure in 17. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, examine your damn self before you start deciding what other people can do with their hair. Right. And it's also like <laughs> you can have things that you like, like you can like some outfits and not others and all that. It's just the yeah, difference between a- I'm not the biggest fan of that. And again, the relationship is over if you cross this fucking. Yeah, one yeah. Line. that's that's the point is they didn't say I prefer that you don't. They said I would have to reexamine our relationship, right. which is like bizarre blanket fucking statement threatening over something like that and again if you're if you're somebody who prefers things a certain way ultimately are you willing to threaten your whole fucking relationship over whether or not they wear an outfit grow up exactly (laughs) uh well we hope this one works out for you too uh but another situation where i think that's a pretty big ass red flag and you might just want to get out of that one just the Mm -hmm. Red flag parade. Yeah. Right now. I'm also liking all the high Katie's. Like four of these questions start with the high Katie, <laughs> so we get to say it every time. I'm having fun with it. <laughs> oh, here's a different variant on that. Hiya, gents. Hello. It's kind of kinda like hi hey, to po- me and Arthur, I guess. Hey, uh. <laughs> oh, oh, howdy. Um, I'm just one of the dudes. <laughs> We've got. I'm drinking dark liquor. <laughs> we got. <laughs> Supreme Gentleman KRL on the show to talk about man stuff. I'm going to discuss the dark triad and its many powers. Hiya, gents. My wife and I have been married for five years now. Congrats. Mazel tov. Recently, I've noticed that whenever we have a disagreement about what one of us said in the past, i.e. get chunky peanut butter or we need an oil change. Get chunky. Oh, I was thinking this is like an ultimatum. 
get chunky <laughs> peanut butter or we need to get an oil. Ch- okay. She, uh, one of those things, example, those, you know, little chores you got to do. She will deflect and say it's the Mandela effect. I'm worried that if I don't nip this in the bud, she'll keep using this for bigger and bigger arguments. How can I get her to own up to these really small mistakes instead of making everything a Berenstain Bears situation? Write it down. Ooh. <laughs> Write down the to-do list, and then you'll just there won't be any, uh, you know, uh, ambiguity. Right. There. We've discussed uh, uh, a want will won't list on the show, uh, but another kind of list we haven't talked about as much is the grocery list, uh, <laughs> in which you think of the things that you need to pick up. Put them on the list. You show your partner, you know, you're like, I like this too. And then you got groceries that you both enjoy. I mean, I will admit like using the Mandela effect as a defensive tactic is super fucking annoying. (laughs) But I think, I think she's, you know, I get hung up on like words or phrases sometimes. Like one week I was just saying, do you, you just doing you. And like, that's annoying, you know? So I think she's probably just like got stuck on it. So maybe just write down your chores and, uh, you know, wait it out. You've been married. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, this is an extremely powerful move and I'm going to adopt it. Just the idea that, like I'm at work at my shitty retail job and it's like, why didn't you, you were supposed to get the, um, the clearance tickets put out. And I go, I'm from a universe where like there weren't clearance <laughs> tickets that need to be put out. And now I'm in your universe. I would go one step further because I've worked retail and like, you'll get those customers would be like, well, why does your website say you have this? And then you simply don't have it. And I'm like, well, I think you just thought you saw that. Are you sure you're not thinking of another product? <laughs> Perhaps this one. <laughs> just be like, no, that said, that said Clarence tags. I swear to God, because I thought it was weird, and I was, I assumed it was for Clarence. I was like, Why do you want me to tag Clarence? Like, <laughs> He's a nice guy. I don't think he deserves to have uh, adhesive stickers placed all over his body. But I mean, you know, you are the boss, so. <laughs> hey, I just work here, fella. You, oh, we'll do the strategy. If you think it'll sell more uh, Clarence-related products. <laughs> uh, I got another one here that I would like us to get into the program. Yeah. Uh, I started seeing and hooking up with my first bepenist individual, and it's okay. been a real blast. But since I only intimately knew the one wiener, I've been really curious about what other people have found. What is your favorite penis you've encountered, and why? Oh, Okay. So this is this person's first penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, but also congrats. You know, yeah. it's a mixed bag. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> There's a mixed bag uh, right next to the right. Next yeah. To the penis. Well, depends sometimes True. Not, uh, if it's rubber. Uh, but I. Uh, so they're asking what what the favorite favorite penis, penis is. you've encountered <laughs> and why and why? Well, here's the thing. I am not a big... I sleep with a lot of people with penises. I, uh, I'm i not a big penis person, like, free-floating. I'm not into free-floating angry members, and the, the, it's usually right. the thing connected to it. You're not part of like the, the fandom. Human. Yeah, it's like, it's a whole package. I've never, I've never, like... I've never been, like, it's... You know, and I know there are people like this where it's, like, it's just about that magic dick, and, like, congrats. Like, I totally... 
I get it conceptually, but it's not really my bag. Um, I've seen ones before where I like unzip the pants and I was like, oh my, that is not what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, good for you, sir. Um, <laughs> but I've never been like, this is the golden cup. Oh, hey, this is the one. I've scourged the whole of the New York tri-state area and here it is, the round. Like, it's just not my thing. Like, I don't know. So, the best cock I ever had was attached to the best lay I ever had. So that's just kind of how that works. I, I don't really have sense. more to say about it. Yeah. Right. I don't really have. But you know what? Uh, it's your first one. I get that you're curious. There's all sorts of shapes and sizes and angles out there for you that's to right. experience. And I, I wish you luck. <laughs> yeah, a penile panoply is available for you out in this world. And uh Go go and uh, get get you on some Pokemon action. Go catch them all. Yeah, yeah. Peeny, wrangle them all. Pokey, you know. Poke it. You'll find out which curvature best fit suits you. What uh, like length and width, and you know, you an obelisk kind of person. God bless. You into Gonzo's (laughs) nose? Who knows? Yeah, obelisk. (laughs) You'll be surprised. Who's packing what and yeah. and how and why, you know, but uh, you know what they say, fellas, is not the, the size is how you use it. So. <laughs> I read that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur, what's your favorite penis? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Bono. <laughs> uh, he's not a penis. <laughs> uh, I won't. I won't say her name, but a uh, uh, trans girl I met on uh, Grinder, incredible penis. Hell yeah! Nice. Yeah. Anything stand out about this penis in particular? Oh, just just a fucking ideal length and girth. My goodness, nice. I, I I am one of those people that enjoys a disembodied penis from now uh, uh, every now and again. Uh, Listen, I totally get it. It's just like not my jam. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just. Um, not a museum piece, you know, not something that you would want to like just just view from afar and not actually uh get get uh get actual use out of. Right. Uh yeah, just a fantastic. Mm. Which brings me to mind uh if you go to the museum center, Cincinnati, Ohio, mm-hmm. head on down to that uh, Ice Age exhibit. They got one of them giant sloths. You can see a giant sloth penis is pretty cool. <laughs> Ducks too. Uh, we got the corkscrew one. Like I said, so many paleontology and uh, evolution videos. You know, female hyenas have a penis too. It's called a hemi penis. That's fucking crazy. And they link them together. <laughs> so like love that ET. <laughs> like uh, the DBZ characters uh, linking up to form. Uh, the Ultron or whatever it is, and they all link up. Sorry, I'm uh, uh, scanning through these these questions here because we didn't do them in order. And because, like I said, a lot of them say hi, Katie, and I'm getting kind of that semantic satiation get, thing where all the this, words look the same. We got this COVID and Call of Duty one. Here we go. <laughs> hey, guys. First time, long time. Nobody said that to us. I like that. That's the first time, isn't it? first time Uh, time? it may be it could be oh before covid my husband and i moved to his hometown so we could both be closer to work 
At my new job, I struck up a friendship with a trans woman named Trish. Trish is a wonderful woman and has become my best friend over the past year. My husband recently confronted me about Trish, indicating that in high school that she, while still in the closet, would sexually harass him and how having her in the house makes him uncomfortable. I'm very torn between preserving this friendship while also respecting my husband's trauma, but I'm also worried that he might be lying about her. What should I do? Damn. Okay. That's a hell well, of a there's pickle. layers in there because I, I knew right. what I was going to say until that last bit where you said you thought he would be lying right. about it. So do you think your husband's transphobic and he's lying about this just because he's uncomfortable having a trans person in his house? Is that the implication? Because if that's it, you got to just talk to him about that and you need not to let her know because that's going to be really uncomfortable for her. Right. But you're kind of in an impossible situation because if the sexual harassment thing's true, then you need to talk to her about that. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of times when people are in the closet with gender dysmorphia they or, you know, any sort of closet, they act out in all sorts of horrible ways and they genuinely feel bad about it. And I'm not saying... There's a spectrum to these things and there's nuance involved. Right. And unfortunately, there's no straightforward way with this. You're going to have to like have really uncomfortable conversations either way. I'm seeing it. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the play I would make is to bring it up with her first and just say, do you do you remember uh, Dave? Dave from like, did you go to high school with a guy named Dave? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I remember him. Yeah. He's my husband. And if if there's like a look of horror on her face where she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no, that's bad for me. It sounds like she's come over before, though. Right. Oh. And, so and they would... referring as best friends for a year or two, I got to imagine she knows who the husband is at the very least. Okay. And that makes me, you know, maybe look back on, has she mentioned him before? Anything like anything along those lines? Yeah. Does she, uh, does she even remember him? Because right. I, there's people that I had a lot of interactions with in high school that if you sat them in a room with me, I'd be like, who is this person? I have no idea who this is. Yeah, same. Especially right. considering uh, the fucking mental illness that I have and how depression affects memory and uh, and how fucking awful high school was for me. I, I'm pretty confident that large swaths of my, of my experience have been erased from my psyche uh, because of that. So this could be the same for her. Right. Again... Uh, I agree. I think the only only way to get at this is to have the conversation with both of them. And uh, like Katie said, it's a it, it's a nuanced kind of thing, you know, without like we can't just make a blanket statement on, oh, just forgive him or, or forgive her uh, and him to get past it because we don't know what the situation is. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like kind of the only way to get to that is to be talking to him and try to get him to open up about exactly what it was. Uh, right. Cause if your husband had trauma about sexual assault, then you guys need to talk about that period right. because you're in a relationship and like, you know, with time there's like delicacies involved, but like if you're in LTR, you know, that's just something that's going to come up. Right. And it's going to, I mean, it's going to be tough, uh, especially if this is a situation where he's transphobic or he's kind of lying or trying to kind of have an excuse to avoid this woman, uh, having him kind of talking and getting him to open up, you might get him to, you might get hints of, okay, this is what's going on through talking about it. Mm. Uh, 
and that way have like a little bit more certainty before you approach your friend Trish and uh you know it it also might have just been regular homophobia at the time in high school where like there's a lot of times before trans women come out they're you know called gay they're mistaken for gay men and uh you know, high school is not a great place to be anything other than the status quo. So, you know, I, I, you know, we all remember queer kids getting bullied just for simply existing. And I can, I can even see a situation where like he took her just saying hi or something as sexual harassment. Right. There's so many nuances that could be going on there. Right. One of the situations where it's like, they're talking about this and you realize they're just talking to them and they have all this internalized fucking transphobia and shit and turn that into they harassed yeah. me for, you know there's oh man there's so many ways people can be weird what a rainbow of complicated <laughs> feelings god damn it's no it's no fun in general though this is a messy situation to have to navigate sorry you're having to deal yeah. with that uh so i hope those conversations end up going well I mean, I don't know. Ideally, <laughs> hopefully your husband kind of comes to peace with this if it's something that he was more projecting. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe something did happen. You don't want to minimize like his feelings in that case. Right. Again, I think just approaching this delicately and without kind of accusing people is probably probably going to be your best yeah. option. That's the biggest move. It's It's empathy for everybody involved and trying to uh, get to what actually happened and... Once you know that, then you can make a more informed decision. Right on. Uh, I think we got one more here in the question box. Okay. Uh, My best friend and I haven't been able to see too much of each other this past year due to COVID. So we have been spending time uh, together playing Call of Duty. The big issue is that uh, I don't love Call of Duty. I don't really (laughs) want to play COD with him every night like he requests. But I feel like turning him down damages our friendship. How can I preserve my friendship while also having my own free time? The answer is get a better game. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, there's other games you can play. Play a fucking like, better game. Get, if you're on yeah. PC, y'all need to get on that Baldur's Gate 3 early access. Play through a, a long uh, uh, RPG adventure together. Become orcs. Play Splatoon 2, the greatest game of all time. I'm actually like very unknowledgeable about online uh, multi like games you play with other people. Mm. I'm a very solitary gamer, but yeah, I I think just get a game you both like is the answer. There. I think too if you if you have something in particular, maybe that's that's like a multiplayer thing that you'd be interested in. I think kind of coming to them with something, being like, "Hey, how do you feel about? I'm getting burned out on Call of Duty. How do you feel about this?" Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you've introduced like a fun game to the situation too. You can have a good, big old good friend time. Uh, the other big I move, just like how do you hold a conversation over so many guns? It's just yeah. a very loud <laughs> game, in my experience. Yeah, uh, that particular <laughs> type of game, you have to be very involved in the actual gameplay of it, uh, as opposed to something a little more relaxed. Unless you're fucking um, leet like me, I'm no scope and <laughs> noobs all day, just chatting with the boys. No big deal. But it's just me. Do the kids still say leet. I don't know. <laughs> as as one of the kids, I, I will tell you that they sure do. I'll ask those cool teens that make fun of my sneakers. <laughs> hey, y'all dab or what's going on? You kids say leet? Hey! You still teabagging corpses? What's happening? 
my big move when trying to find a new game, I run into this all the time. Me and my friends go through multiplayer games like water. We're just all the time finding new stuff. Uh, you sit down and you open up whatever store, whatever digital store you guys are both playing on. So like you open up Steam and you sort by multiplayer and then you just look through and pitch ideas to each other. You go, what do you, you want to play? Fucking, this one's on sale. You want to get fucking Deep Rock Galactic? No, I don't, Zisty. I don't want to get Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> very good. I enjoy it. You guys got to get into Sprite Fighters. I love I play fighting games all day. Sprite Fighters is like any any game like oh like know, a, it's like a genre Capcom oh, or uh, or like Guilty Gear or the Mortal Kombat oh, yeah, I or I mean Mortal I Kombat, Street Fighter anything that's like they call them Sprite Fighters because most of the Japanese ones they reuse the same sprites over and over uh, again. Um, but like oh well, like the Mortal know, Kombat shit, characters that are different yeah, different color Dragon patterns. Ball Fighter Z or uh-huh. you know whatever. Most of them have like the new ones. Street Fighter have online players. Also, um, Streets of the Streets of Rage, yeah, Streets Rage Four, uh, yeah, is really fun, and you, I'm pretty sure there's an online player. Yes, mode you can you can play online co op with that. And that I love, I just love fucking people. You fuck up so many cops in that yeah, game. Dude, you you, the whole, shit out of you literally like smack around the DA and like throw a car through. It's great. I didn't know there was a new one. I, I grew up with my yeah, dad's. It's really sick. My first like console was my dad's old NES. And my mom wouldn't let me play that game, but if she was like out on an errand or something or out of town, he would secretly play Streets of Rage with me. Fuck, oh, I was a bad man. Maybe I can get him playing it. He's going all stir crazy from COVID being so social. Maybe we could beat up some uh, boys in blue together. Yeah, it's on PS4. Get it, and we'll fuck around. We'll, I'll play with your dad. Let's all yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> playing with my dad. Uh... We're coming up on the end here, and I completely forgot to mention this earlier, but it's our fucking three-year anniversary. It's March 10th. <laughs> our yeah. first... Congrats. Thank you. You've been part Thank of the celebration. You. you didn't even know it, Katie. Uh, <laughs> What's the uh, three-year anniversary? Oh, um, we should know this. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Is there like a yeah, protocol? Oh, here we go. This is... This it's is, leather. It's so appropriate. It's leather. It's leather. <laughs> I should have been wearing a gimp mask the entire time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if I knew, I would have brought something. (laughs) (laughs) I just attached some fucking restraints to the ceiling and be recording like this with uh, little cuffs. (laughs) It'd be great. You guys could have gotten some weird guy from the Ukraine to sponsor this episode. (laughs) Zeke's Lives Leather. We make it. You like it. (laughs) We make it. You like it. You like it. Uh, yeah, you put you put the arms then. <laughs> oh, I've heard, you're this thing, you could put the arms right in. It's great. That's oh, crazy. <laughs> and three years is a long fucking time though. Yeah. Uh, I've never carried on a project in my life outside of like a job for more than like six months. But it happened with this because we really like doing this and answering your questions. Uh, so if you're listening... And especially if you're one of our cool Patreon supporters. And if you're not, go to patreon.com slash RFTB. Uh, we, we appreciate you supporting us through these. It's uh, It's been a very good time. The show is keeping us sane through quarantine and in our daily lives. We, uh, we like talking about this stuff. It seems to be good for our mental health. And so we're going to keep <laughs> doing it in the hopes that it'll also be good for your mental health. Uh, so thanks for listening to us. Fuck yeah. Uh, Katie, where do the people find you on the inner tube? 
You can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please check out my podcast, Ballin' Out Super, which you can find on all the podcast places. And if you like metal news, I know you do. Please check out the thing I do for actual money, which is produce a talk show about the goings-ons of the heavy metal scene called Last Words, which you can find on the Pit's website and YouTube channel. That is the Pit. Hell yeah. Thank you very much. And hey, <laughs> I've never seen Dragon Ball, and I fucking love balling out super. So if you're looking for a comedy <laughs> podcast, even if you haven't seen it, I, I do recommend. We're having good times. It's true. It's getting weird. We're getting two year of being alone. You know, it's, it's fucking strange. It, it gets to you. And yeah, if you like my advice, you should join our Patreon because people ask me really freaky questions back there and yeah. I try to answer them. Katie's Corner. If you're, if you're a question fan listening to us, head over there, get some more questions. There's so many questions. Yeah, I mean, don't take away from these boys' questions, but... Definitely you know, don't do that. I, there's never enough answers. You We've know? had <laughs> 420 listener questions yes. as of today, which is on Arthur's video feed right there. That's pretty funny. That's the That's weird right. number. Oh, shit. I was wondering why it says 420 yeah. there. <laughs> suggestions collected, 420. I was just like, nice. It says suggestions, <laughs> it says suggestions collected because it's suggestionbox.com, but that is actually the name of the question box. Just if anybody out there is confused. You could suggest something if you want, though. That'd be cool, too. <laughs> we do accept suggestions. Yeah. Uh, I want to give just a huge thank you to everybody for listening to the program. Love you very much. Uh, love what's going on in the Discord. It's very good yeah. to have. Very good to have our Discord folks. I'm going to shout out Corla. Fuck yeah. We love it Corla. down in the Discord. We love Corla. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to say the catchphrase that I used. To, wait, nope, nope. Music. Our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere. By, uh, you can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro song is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify, bring in three words and two spaces to look up the Hayfellows. And also, now- <laughs> Katie, thank you again for, for joining us. I got to give that. Yeah, this is so fun. We got to get the applause. Thank you for having me. Holy smokes, oh, they're going wild out there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to say the catchphrase. I'm going to get right up on this microphone. I'm going to be like, I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. <laughs>